Welcome to Cashmere and Cocktails. That was a poem called We Real Cool by Gwendolyn Brooks. I'm Joy. And I'm Kyle. And today we're going to be discussing gender norms in fashion. So the question today is, to what extent is gender-neutral clothing transforming gender norms in Western society? And is being labeled as a specific gender too limiting? I read an article by Amber Amoragai called The Beauty of Breaking Gender Norms in Fashion. And I'm going to read what stood out to me in the article and then we're just going to talk and discuss it. So she starts off her article by saying gender norms and fashion go hand in hand. And she says how at a young age, most children are taught what's socially acceptable Which is true. for us to wear. Yeah. For instance, a girl wearing a dress and boys wearing sneakers. Most of us were taught at a young age a kind of dress code that we should stick by and it has stuck with a lot of us into adulthood yeah even like with um children's books like i feel like women uh young girls are normally depicted wearing dresses mm-hmm. with skirts and, and and like young boys are usually wearing jeans and with a t-shirt um, uh, right yeah like it goes all the way back to Jack and Jill, you know. <laughs> um, I will definitely say that I have to agree with her when she's talking about being groomed as a child, specifically because as a little girl, I was taught like the same kind of context when it comes to what I should be wearing. Mm-hmm. I was always wearing dresses. Um, I used to have the shiny shoes like I was going to church all the time. The shiny ones. The shiny ones. Ooh. The black shiny ones. With the little with cute the buckle. buckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had this as a child. Um, my mom always used to put pink, purple barrettes in my hair. Was it often like upon your request? Or was it more just like she knew, like? Initially to start, I think that it was more of her just thinking, you know, she's a girl. Let me make her look really cute, really girly. And I think because I saw other women dressing like that and other girls dressing like that, that it made me want to dress like that so eventually like I did mm-hmm. want to start dressing like that and I still dress like that now I love having my hair done mm-hmm. I especially love makeup and I like heels which is a considered to be a woman's shoe do you feel like as a young boy you were taught that you had to dress specifically as Amber stated in her article? I think uh, definitely as a young man growing in the Caribbean, which is kind of pretty pretty homophobic, like you, you have to dress a certain way. Like if, if your shirt's too tight, you know, that's considered 
that's considered feminine. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's like a certain threshold, and if you happen to leave leave out of the circle of like like normal, um, it's considered queer, awkward, and uh, it, it's heavily rejected and ostracized. Mm-hmm. And even like the tight, like when uh, skinny jeans were in fashion. Yeah, even, even that those was days. even that was like a weird thing for comedian males yes, to I accept agree. like like how, like it's just skinny jeans. Yeah, they're just pants. Yeah. What's the big issue? I have no idea. I like how does the fit of your jeans determine if you were homosexual or not? I have no idea. Yeah. But, but I, I was just going to get into that next because like I feel like there's nothing wrong with if girls want to wear dresses, if boys want to wear shorts and sneakers, but it's the way society kind of forces it on us Mm -hmm. that makes it a problem because when people try to break away from those rules, they become targeted. Yeah. Like, Like you said, if a man was to wear a dress or a skirt, he's going to be considered gay. If a woman wears baggy clothes or something that's not considered sort of girly enough, they either call her ghetto, uh-huh. trashy, basically not ladylike. And like, when it gets to that point, it's a problem. It's a problem if people when people begin to judge others by what they're wearing. If they want to wear jeans. They want to wear skirts. It shouldn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I think the problem that a lot of people are having right now is enforcing gender neutrality at people at younger ages. Mm-hmm. And people that take an opposing stance to this mm-hmm. usually use children as kind of like the defense. Yeah. Like, um, uh, how, how do I explain a man in a dress to a young person and it's like you don't really have to yeah you don't have to you, you make it my business yeah you, you making right. it a big deal is making it a problem yeah so basically like we both agree that whatever particular clothing that anybody wears shouldn't like define who they are sexually mm-hmm. because at the end of the day fashion is creative it's full of creativity and it's also considered a form of self-expression so why are we limiting ourselves to these rules of girls should wear this boys should wear this women should wear this men should wear that you know what i mean that's true um like how much does your gender really have to do with who you are as a person yeah in her article ember also talks about certain celebrities that break these gender codes mm-hmm. um pharrell we were just looking at his gq cover today and he has been breaking these rules for years and he's considered one of the most stylish men of today we also have tyler the creator also break, breaking gender rules <laughs> with his new blonde wig mm-hmm. the, the igor persona igor within within urban pop culture i feel like the leading fashionistas mm-hmm. are usually people that are breaking gender norms i feel like kanye he's worn 
a shoe that's almost looked like a heel before. Kanye's We've watch, seen him wear yeah. shirts buttoned down to reveal his chest. His head, like the the um the Roman skirt thing. Yeah. Yeah. Has Young Dog worn a dress before? Young Dog has worn <laughs> numerous dresses and tutu. And he's a very stylish man. I feel like yeah, I feel like you hated on Young Dog before. I but... have hated on Young Dog <laughs> plenty of times, but for this discussion right here, he's a really good example because he doesn't care like, what people think about him when it comes to what he's wearing. Yeah, he does not. And really no. because that he does wear his outfits are always usually stylish so it's like people judge people like him for wearing what he wears but him wearing this these particular clothes is like a part of his persona it's also mm-hmm. gotten him to where he is today yeah like, you know what i mean yeah and it's I, I think him having such like a, a different aesthetic has definitely helped his career because I, I think he would just blend in with the other songs by rappers had he not been, like, so, so different and against the grain. Yeah. He wears a lot of high-fashion clothing. Yeah, and he, loves, he loves luxury brands. We can see, like, high-fashion clothing is helping to, like, break these gender norms. Like, it's high-fashion who is particularly putting out their, hey, man can wear this, women can wear this. Oh, people, like, put luxury above homophobia, I think. When it comes to, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to fashion. Yeah. Like, if, I I think you could be a homophobic male, Mm -hmm. wear something like a bracelet which is considered Mm anti-masculine, maybe, in some scenarios, like, maybe depending on the material. Mm -hmm. And... Because it's of high value, yeah, it would be accept. It would be considered acceptable and kind of like an ironic thing, mm-hmm. like like, like when rappers do dumb shit, like where, you know, pacifiers like bring yeah. out pacifiers <laughs> and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, in her article, Amber also discusses Jade and Smith, how he. Rocked a Louis Vuitton skirt in a 2016 campaign with Nylon Magazine. Um, and Jaden specifically said, in five years, when a kid goes to school wearing a skirt, he won't get beat up and kids won't get mad at him. What do you think about that? Do um, you like agree? Do you feel like because now there's so many celebrities who are in high fashion who are wearing whatever they want, regardless of what other people think, do you think the future generation is going to be allowed to wear freely what they want without in the back of their mind them thinking about what other people are going to think or what other people are going to do to them because of what they choose to wear i don't know if, i don't know if maybe i just have a problem with the thought of like someone trying to take claim for credit yeah i mean yeah like, definitely I, I, I just get weird vibes it's from not gonna be... being like i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing this like I mean, <laughs> oh, and maybe maybe that just might be like me hating. But it, it, I just a little bit of you hating, and then a little bit of it also being true, because it's obviously not just him that's gonna yeah. have this kind of impact on the future. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a list of people, other people we just named off. Yeah. But um, also as well, what I was gonna bring up was. Oh, you know who? Okay. 
What? Not to derail, but what Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Was she on the list? No, she wasn't on Amber's list, but she is an excellent example. Like she's pretty much an icon. She is so creative. Mm-hmm. She, she wears whatever she wants, and she looks hot in everything she wears. She bodies everything she wears. And she's a woman. She wears baggy pants. She wears sneakers. Yeah. She's not particularly, oh, I just have to dress girly all the time. Yeah. She wears stuff that men wear. Definitely. And she's probably, for me, growing up, one of the first people that I've seen break away from these gender norms. I remember, like, looking at her music videos as a child and thinking to myself, like, you know, this girl, she doesn't dress super girly. She doesn't yeah. stick to these traditions, these norms, these rules. She was definitely, uh, like, within her field, a standout because she wasn't using, like, sexual appeal as a as a female artist yeah. to uh, reach her audience. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just using, like, style and aesthetic. Yeah. And it worked well for her. Everything she wore looked amazing on her. Yeah. I was also going to talk about, like, how it's also, okay, so it's kind of going to be on topic, but it's kind of going to go off topic. Like, it's going to start from, like, me saying, particularly for our generation, like, Mm -hmm. the younger generation, like, we now see that there's so many people breaking gender norms. Like, there's so many girls wearing men clothes, shopping in men's sections. Um, and there's also guys, you know, for rocking what is considered to be women attire too, like purses, handbags. Mm-hmm. We saw Post Malone rocking a purse. Oh, Post Malone does anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he's kind of like Billie Eilish to me. Yeah, Amber Dia whereas... mentioned Billie Eilish in her article. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when we boil it down, mm-hmm. I definitely think that each each of these actions benefit the cause. Mm-hmm. But I do think that certain people are just being extra for the sake of views mm-hmm. and and just attention. Mm-hmm. And when I see Billie Eilish out there doing, doing shit, like I don't feel the same energy as when I like see. What's my boy from Pose? Pose Billy Porter. Yeah, I, I don't see the same energy when I see him do stuff. You know. Yeah. It, like like I see him do stuff, and I see I see him ex I see that as a form of mm-hmm. genuine expression. And when I see Billy like Billy Eilish. I see just a young girl just trying to get views, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like like do you, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. I know I know it's not like a genuine push specifically for this cause, you know. Interesting that you say that because like gay people, transgender people are literally like who first came out and broken these gender norms. Like um, yeah, these celebrities have 
had a huge impact on us mm-hmm. but it was these gay people and transgender people that initially broke onto the scene and been like hey i'm gonna wear this i'm gonna do this whether you like it or not that is so true so yeah i think everyone should watch it we should start it soon i definitely think gays have always been ahead as far as like male fashion definitely yeah because we can look today and see so many things Mm -hmm. that we wear today have definitely been inspired because of them but i was also gonna say like for our generation particularly we've been inspired by these gay people these transgender people to wear what we want regardless of what other people think and we tend to go outside the box for like the restrictions that have been placed on us since we were kids mm-hmm. um whereas um i feel like older people tend to be more conservative with what they wear yeah like they stick to what they know what they think what they've been taught is appropriate most of them i think most of the old people i know are just judged off of comfort now i know like i'm not particularly talking about people like our grandparents age i'm talking about people like our parents age like these people are like i feel are like very conservative i feel like these are the kind of people who do judge when they see Mm -hmm. a guy carrying a purse or a woman that's not dressed as a woman oh oh definitely oh definitely still judgmental and then they make these kind of remarks like gay I can't even say the other words because they're just too problematic for me to say. Oh, definitely, because we don't hold back on the group of friends anyway. Yeah. Um, but we all know what words they be spewing mm-hmm. when they see your boy walk past with the um, the fishnet jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just know the... in the back of their head there's a bunch of hate all in their mind about this guy wearing fishnet stockings. It's definitely self hate because mm-hmm. bro, you know you're looking at his boobs. <laughs> you, you you mad because you looked at the ass, you was like, damn, and you mad because he made you think that. Mm-hmm. No, but it, it it is sad that people people take a a real aggressive approach to. Yeah, and a quick, this guy wearing fishnet stockings doesn't even have to mean that. He's he's, stockings now. He's it was a gay. jersey. It was a jersey at first. Oh, I thought we were talking about stockings. Oh, fishnet no. I was stockings. thinking of uh, what's what's nah, it's not it's not even fishnet but the like the jerseys. The match. Like, match. That's another one which mash. is supposed to be guys I mean, wearing mash. It's supposed to be like a big trend coming up in the next year. Guys wearing mash. Guys wearing crop tops. I remember that's supposed to um, become a trend. Remember J. Crew when we was in when we attended the Bermuda Fashion Festival. Mm-hmm. I, I remember J. Crew had a a mash top, and I was like, "There's no way Bermudians are ready to wear yeah. mash in." Well, I think it was like 2017, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a good it was a good look, but man, the Bermudian crowd now, man, they are very very behind Mm -hmm. and i feel like this is also has a negative impact on us the younger generation because i feel like the older generation basically looks at us and they judge us for the things we do the way we dress and they're basically just like these these young people are not ready to like basically lead a country they're not ready to be in charge of themselves they don't 
they don't know anything therefore they shouldn't be making decisions for themselves mm-hmm. like so like we even saw like back home and it was voting season again and they were saying like you know we're doing this for you guys like we're doing this for your future and it's just like you're not doing these things for my future you're doing these things for yourself we just had gay marriage become legal in Bermuda mm-hmm. and then they took it away yeah and that made big headlines because it's like what do you mean what why would you take that away after you gave it to them and then they were basically forced to give it back to us and it's like it's things like this that I hate because it even affects us in our daily lives like when we apply for jobs and stuff I feel like these older people don't take us seriously mm-hmm. they see what we're wearing what we how we dress they're not taking us seriously because in their mind they already have mm-hmm. the rules of how we should look and how we should act okay so now that we're talking about the older crowd mm-hmm. you know how big of a role religion plays in like the older Bermudian citizen yeah so how I feel like in general not even in just Bermuda like religion in general basically shapes how the older generation thinks mm-hmm. and it has an impact on us particularly I can't speak for any other religion other than Christianity because that was what I was growing up on that's what happens when, when you don't have Twitter <laughs> you just <laughs> you rely on the Bible for all of your entertainment. Yeah, and um, I will say another thing that stuck out to me in Amber's article was she has a friend whose name is Jessica. She's twenty five. She's my age, and she wears whatever she wants, mm-hmm. whether it's men or women. She doesn't mind shopping in the men's section if she finds something cool that she likes. And. From people like our age, our generation, she does like get compliments. Like, you look really nice in that. You look really nice in that. But sometimes she is asked, is she gay or is she bisexual? And it's just like, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to gender norms. Why I feel like we have to break these gender norms because it's like, why are you asking her she's gay or bisexual particularly because of what she's wearing we need to eliminate like that tie that we have between sexuality and attire mm-hmm. because that just leads to even if this wasn't even this was this is a problem since before like uh, gender norms were even becoming a hot topic mm-hmm. because like even when a, a, a girls would be considered like dressed too too like f- revealing mm-hmm. and and you would have and people would assume like that girl's fast or or they would label mm-hmm. based on appearances um black people that guy's a gangster just just from wearing like a white beater and jeans mm-hmm. And Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Labeling based on attire has been yeah, has been cancer since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it, how did it work back in the day when like people were wearing just like cloths and shit? Oh, <laughs> oh, but, That's uh, a good hey, question. People, they were just like peasant. 
<laughs> as soon as you you showed up at the club, they were just like peasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to be wearing like the finest of fabrics, probably like probably cashmere. Probably cashmere. <laughs> cashmere is where it's at. Soft, uh-huh. comfortable. It's hot. Um, her friend also says fashion is a side of her where she can express her creativity. She said it's annoying when people try to put fashion in a box. She yeah. says if you're a painter, it's like you can only use green and yellow. But no, there's all these other colors to create something. And the reason that she goes to guys' sections and girls' sections is because she doesn't want someone to limit her pinks. That's particularly how she explains. I like that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fashion is an art form. Definitely. And I feel like gender norms do limit people from full expression when it comes to attire. Mm-hmm. Um, when, if you're thinking of a, a, a hot fit, and like say if, say if I'm thinking of a hot fit and like I'm thinking damn uh <laughs> yo uh what a tiara would look so sick <laughs> with with this fit mm-hmm. but but I'm worried about what others would think of me mm-hmm. you know that's just like it, it pulls you back and it, it does and it I can only imagine how depressing like I've been definitely limited by by gender norms before so I know mm-hmm. I know it's depressing to like let something sit in a store because you were too afraid to to you were too afraid of others opinion mm-hmm. like I like like that's too that's too deep of a v-neck people would tease me yeah the shorts are too tight people would tease me it, but even like it, her dye too mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. What like what colors are would be acceptable for me? Yeah. Yeah. So my question for you is other than what we talked about, like how is gender neutral clothing transforming gender norms? I definitely feel like it takes celebrity power and kind of like that that idol that idol power to mm-hmm. to push actually it's definitely I feel like it's the gays that that birth these new ideas and and celebrity cities mm-hmm. piggyback off them and we as like the consumer market see like the trinkled down version and that's what we accept like mm-hmm. like say a drag has mm-hmm. on a full fit full over the top like dress with long dangling earrings mm-hmm. and a football star sees that mm-hmm. buys that and the the crowd reaction is like that's a bit feminine but it, it still kind of like takes someone yeah. And I feel like that's how kind of like a lot of these trends work, like the trickle down from the extreme and accept it through the filtered version, mm-hmm. which is through like the commonly accepted celebrity, like um, Ronaldo, uh, rappers, mm-hmm. Little Wayne. You yeah. know what else I just remembered that I think we should mention? 
um, the guy from Pose, Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the fairy godmother in the new Cinderella movie. Yeah. That's a kid's uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. So children are going to see Billy Porter as a fairy godmother. Um, I don't know exactly, we don't know obviously like what Billy Porter is going to look like, but it's children are going to see this. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's going to be a lot of parents that are probably going to be upset about this. But at the same time, this is like breaking gender norms. This is paving the way for children of the future yeah. to be like, hey, it's okay to wear this. It's okay to be this. Like, I am who I am, pretty much. Yeah, I think definitely I, um, him playing that role and going against what like the title of fairy grandmother mm-hmm. is normally expected to be taken by a woman mm-hmm. and i think taking these titles and making them accessible for males also mm-hmm. helps with fashion as well because along with that title and that visual role comes mm-hmm. with like good fashion itself and you're gonna I, i'm pretty sure you're gonna see my boy in like a dress yeah uh, I, I can't don't don't make the word worse suit yeah I think the dress I was like is I feel like I feel wear like the dress he, he wears wear dress. dresses he should wear the yeah, dress yeah his tears definitely expressed himself as like mm-hmm. someone that loves like the femme line mm-hmm. of clothing you know so so I feel like you should definitely like let that actor embrace like what they love yeah and the last question is is being labeled as a pacific gender too limiting like is it too restricting to say oh you're either a male or a female i think biologically you know it's it's facts but at the same time if you feel like you identify with a different gender i think at that point when you're ready to make that decision then that's up to you, you know. Mm-hmm. If you feel uncomfortable with people saying yeah, you are male or or not not really like if you feel uncomfortable with being addressed as a male, even the um because you identify as a female mm-hmm. then then that's at that point then yeah, you're gonna have to make some changes. Yeah. And and I I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to to want to break that mm-hmm. because I feel like it is unfair to to be trapped in the body of some of a sex that you you feel like that you can't identify with. Yeah, like I I I don't like the idea of someone feeling like they have to tiptoe around who they are. Yeah, I agree. Because that that there's nothing worse than not being yourself, like having a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've been doing, like, a lot of research on this particular topic mm-hmm. because, you know, I have to write an essay on it um, based off of the article that I've used as my source um, for my research essay. I feel like I pretty much agree with Amber 100% with what she was talking about when it comes to 
creativity and freedom in fashion and you know us being allowed to wear whatever we want like without having all these restrictions Mm -hmm. us being groomed into who we are from childhood i pretty much agree with her 100 percent. i also feel like this kind of research has basically just made me like a little more sensitive toward others like I really have to be careful and think first and watch what I say. Yeah. Because you don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. And I just feel like I would never want like my child to feel like they have to be restricted or limited to where either just boy clothes or girl clothes just because society is saying, hey, you're a girl, wear this, or hey, you're a boy, wear this. Um, and I also feel like after doing this research and recording this podcast, I definitely want to look more into like transgender people. Yeah. Because they really have like paved the way for us to feel more comfortable and just wearing whatever we want regardless of what people think of us and like, like trans history yeah and like i've heard like there's been so much killings of like trans people just for like unnecessary hate and i feel like it's something where as if you research it you learn more about it you understand more about it and you're able to tell others more about it and like if people like in general just continue to do this like all this unnecessary hate for trans people will die down eventually, but it like takes multiple people to come out and defend these people, mm-hmm. learn about these people. So that's what I want to do next. Research. Would you do you have anything else to add to the podcast before we end this? first episode of cashmere and cocktails i would like to personally thank our landlord for this wine it was, <laughs> it was banging uh what is what riviera uh we we left the bottle yeah outside, we left but, the bottle outside but it is banging um, it is a good wine <laughs> it's it good it's like got these berry tones and it really added to the mood for this podcast definitely um but it was a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Gender norms. Uh, do you have do you know what the next podcast topic would be? I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe after I do my research, the next podcast could be about trans people. Ooh, like trans history. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely be down to learn a little more about trans history. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Stop I have a, and a learn firm to appreciate. grasp on like what it means to be a trans person. Yeah, you know, I don't know much either, so like I can't episode. say too much. But thank you everyone for listening to Cashmere and Cocktails. Thank you. Tune in next week for our next episode. Bye. Oh, you don't even know that's me next week. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>